I'm an optimist. And I'm a realist. So we don't always see eye to eye. But our principles, our values, they usually still apply. I may give it a dramatic twist. Or you're being ridiculous. Well, now I have you here with me to call me on my shit. I'm sick of you. You love me too. Yeah, whatever. We got shit to do. Oh yeah, let's get the people in tone. Because it's like we're programmed to just think about coronavirus like every five to ten minutes. It's like they made a system mm-hmm. because if you're just trying to live, you get an email from some random story that you ain't shopped at in three years talking about something. We want to address our loyal customers. <laughs> what? I thought it's so weird. I don't need y'all to address it. The world has addressed it. What are y'all telling me for? When I saw other people saying like they were getting these random emails, I was like, okay, so it's not just me getting the email from the Donatos in Columbus that I went to <laughs> last year that I've what? never gotten an email from before emailing me to tell me that they're addressing the coronavirus. Like, what? Like, what is even happening yeah it just i don't really know why all the companies feel the the need to do that but like it does it keeps it in your brain constantly constantly so on top of that and then you know obviously we're like having to make life adjustments Mm -hmm. like one day you thinking you're going to pick up your school your kid from school and you dropping them off tomorrow and the next day they like nope Actually, you picking your kid up from school, and you gonna have them for the next three weeks, bitch, because we're closed. <laughs> closed. Extended what? spring break. Y'all said school was closed for three, what? That's almost, y'all might as well have said a month. That's a month. Facts. So, I wasn't expecting that. So, then that, and then the work, like, everything has to be adjusted, and just adulting has been on another level this yeah. week. Then on top of just the anxiety from just, you don't want to panic, but you do want to be prepared. You want to be safe, but you still want to live your life. It's like a hard limbo that we're living in. Because it's like, right now it's optional to like, you kind of social Mm -hmm. isolation. Because like, I mean, you can't go nowhere. There's a lot of things canceled, but then there's still a lot of things, you know, that people can still do. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're actually choosing if you want to isolate yourself or not. Right. Um, but then it's like when you're out doing, living your life, it feels anxious. Uh-huh. Like it's high anxiety. Like you looking around, everything paranoid. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a lot. Well, I, my, I, my mom said it's unsettling. And yeah. I feel like that was like a perfect word word to use. Yeah. And then I was just telling her like yesterday I went to go get some coffee just like a regular day. But it's like with everything that's going on, it just looking normal outside is even more like unsettling. Yeah. Like I feel like with everything that's going on, it shouldn't look bright and sunny and happy out. Yeah. Like people shouldn't be taking their morning jog. People yeah. shouldn't be walking <laughs> their dog. Like yeah. it's just it feels like it should look crazy outside because it looks crazy everywhere else. Yeah. And it doesn't. Yeah. So that makes it even more like just your brain. Like it's just tormenting. Like it's just yeah. you, you, it mind really all is. over the place. Yeah, and then, 
like this weekend was Zabria's birthday celebration. I told you guys her birthday was this week. So we had did something for on her actual birthday. That was cute, y'all. We went to like cute. a um, pottery place with her where you can pick your own pottery pieces. They had so many different pieces. To yeah, pick it took me like 20 minutes to just yeah, pick it took, something. It took a long time <laughs> for us to figure out what to make. But um, I ended up deciding on a mug. And then Paige got a shot glass, <laughs> typical auntie shit. And then Bria got a crown piggy bank, and we painted them. And we, I'm gonna go pick them up sometime next week because they're not ready. Because you know they got a bake and stuff. But mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see our little final product. Yeah, that was cute. I can't wait to go there again without a child uh, there yeah, because, because that would be really fun Agreed. for like a, a paint and sip kind of thing. Definitely, because yeah. you know Bria, she was real quick with her pick. She had started painting before us. So by the time we had made our decisions and got in a real good groove, you know, she was was over it. She was done. Which I'm glad that I know Bria because (laughs) that's why I picked the shot glass because it was small. Yeah. That's why I decided to just do some simple little stuff because when she was like, all right, I'm bored. I was like, (laughs) bad. Let me just put these little dots right here. (laughs) Glad I know you. Yeah. And then uh, we went to the Bougie Bakery, y'all. Yes. Them cupcakes. Mm. They were really good. They were really, really good. good. Shout out to the Bougie Bakery. Shout out to them, honey. It was so funny because the day before I was watching this baking show and one of the challenges was to make a drink inspired dessert. Okay. And one of the people made mimosa desserts. Gotcha. And I thought, that is very interesting. I would like to try a mimosa dessert. And we get to the Bougie Bakery and they're like, yeah, this is a mimosa cupcake. Yep. I'm like, thank you, universe. And it was That good. boy was bomb. Mm-hmm. Bomb. Yeah, so we did that, had her that day, so then this weekend she was supposed to have a hotel party because Bria really likes swimming, but you know, I mean, her birthday's in March, so mm-hmm. indoor, but so I had planned her a hotel party before all the coronavirus madness had happened, um, so I was, I make my kid promises, I don't break my promises to my kid, like, it's very important for me that if not absolutely necessary, then I don't. So, Brie wanted to still have her hotel party because I asked her about it because she, I'm picking her up from school on my way there. I'm thinking, like, how should I uh, talk to her about coronavirus? Because she's going to want to know why school is closed. Mm-hmm. She get in the car, car like, Ma, you heard they closed school because of the virus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know about the virus? She like, mm-hmm, wash your hands, don't touch your face, don't touch your eyes. Don't touch each other. I'm like, like, she had the rundowns. So I was like, oh, cool. I ain't even have to, you know, I ain't even have to go through all that. Thanks. But yeah, so anyway, the show must go on. Right. We let her have her hotel party, y'all. The hotel, the ghetto. <laughs> I'm going to have to go on Yelp because I just cannot. Like, yeah, I bet you gotta go on Yelp. No, because no, because <laughs> they got the nerve to send me the bill ASAP talking about did you enjoy your stay? Absolutely not. Oh, absolutely man. did not stay enjoy my stay, <laughs> and we will not be back. But anyway, Bria have fun. I was about to say Bria sound like she enjoyed herself, and that's all yeah. that matter. And shout out to Ray because y'all, every year that Bria has been on this earth. Not only does Ray make the birthday parties, but she chaperones the sleepovers. Mm-hmm. She's a childless person. She don't have to do that. Like, she don't have to be put 
under these little this pressure and this frustration that we be having. Like, that we be <laughs> but every year when Brie want to sleep over, she come through and she shop around these kids with me, and I appreciate her for that. She said Brie been her birth control for the last six years. <laughs> That's how I was at the painting place. So. Like, <laughs> Ooh, child. Never bring a kid here, honey. <laughs> but anyway, it worked out because like a lot of people couldn't make the party for different reasons, not just coronavirus, but they couldn't make the uh, party for different reasons. So Brie was really sad about it. So I thoroughly wanted her to like enjoy herself because you know she fought, like she know what the virus is, but in the end day she's just like where are all my friends at? Right. So, um, ended up just being her and her cousin. And I swear, they had, like, they had fun. Like, they made their little videos, dance contests. They had us playing games with them. They made it a game, official game night. Surprise, surprise. Y'all, they had us playing Truth or Dare. Never have I ever. It was the dumbest. Like, imagine playing Never Have I Ever with five-year-olds. They, like, never have I ever ate a booger. <laughs> <laughs> Like, but Bria, everybody else give like one-liners like this. Bria has to give very specific. Never have I ever picked my nose, then rubbed it on my pants, walked over to my crush, and then tried to give him a hug. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, that game must be hereditary. <laughs> Where she learned that from? Yeah, it was like it was the funniest things ever. But she had a good time. That was kind of a nice little, you know, distraction from yeah, everything that's going on. Yeah. yeah. And now we're here. And <laughs> <laughs> which the week is about to start, and which we're gonna be right back. Right. Well, my my week was cool. It was just a regular work week. Celebrating Bree's birthday was was cute. I enjoyed. The little activities we did on her actual birthday. And then, um, yeah, like Bink said, the coronavirus just kind of took over yeah. life. I mean, oh, I, wait, hold on. I'm, I'm disrespectful because I just said only it was just Brie and her cousin. But Ebby did come through with heart because they was, oh, yeah, you they was living their regular lives. <laughs> <laughs> they had hella events today. <laughs> the day was going to. But yeah, sorry. I, my homegirl listened to the show and I can't have her think yeah, I appreciate her yeah. coming through because I appreciate it. I'm glad you remember that. Yeah, but go ahead. Um, Yeah, it was just a regular work week until stuff started getting kind of crazy because I'm a teacher. Um, as most of us know with the whole school situations, like getting constant emails with conflicting messages about what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, this coming up week, it actually was my school spring break anyway. So, I mean, we were already planning to be on spring break, but we had got an email saying that um, we were going to extend our break by one day so that we could go over some procedures and some proactive measures just in case school is canceled. And then the next day we get an email that break is going to be... Um, uh, pushed up by one day so the kids were actually going to start break early one day early and I was like alright this is a lot yeah. me being the organized proactive person I am and just because I really do care about my students and their families because I only have six students so yeah. it's a small 
situation. I started getting stuff ready for them because I was like, what happens if spring break comes, something happens where we don't come back? Like, I just want my parents to have some stuff. So I done got like these this whole packet together. It was, I mean, my kids are little. We don't do worksheets per se. Most of my kids don't even have the fine motor skills to even do right. worksheets. So it was just like suggestions for um, videos and shows to watch. Um, if you have a little one, there's this little girl, this um, thing called Akili and Me, and it's uh, it's based out of Africa, and it's this little girl Akili and all these educational adventures she goes on in La La Land, and oh, it is super cute. cute, and my boys love it. Um, but I recommended them to watch that and just other little stuff we watch in the classroom, some sensory activities that are easy to do at home with at home projects, sprinkle some sugar in a tray and trace your letters type stuff, um, games that they could do, ways to make reading fun and incorporate it in your day to day life. So I was just trying to be ahead of the game and just have some stuff for them to possibly do if we had school cancel and then right at dismissal we get the news from um well actually my mom texted me and was like hey the governor just said that school is shut on an extended break for three weeks and I'm like oh what like well I'm glad that I did what I was doing all day today and getting this packet ready um because like, what are they going to do for three weeks? Like, three weeks is a long time. A long and I, time. And I, my kids, I, okay, I'm an intervention specialist. So my students have um, IEPs and they have goals in their IEPs. And, like, the kind of progress that we make is huge. Like, I had a kid this week talk for the first time ever. Like, it was super exciting. Yes. He said pink. He said eat. He said bye. He was saying letter sounds. And for those kind of things to be happening this week, and then they tell me that we're not going to have school, I'm concerned. I'm like, what Dang. What about the progress that we just made? Yeah. Like, how do I continue that? So, I, you know, like I said, trying to be proactive, sending stuff home so that his parents can do what I've been doing in the class. I was sending them videos so they could see the kind of stuff I'm doing because I just, I worry that my kids are going to, to lose stuff because they're little. Yeah. Like, this little boy that I'm speaking of is four. Like, a week off of school and he didn't already lost the school routine like it's already a lot yeah facts so i was just trying to be proactive so that was kind of stressful that, that was a lot to be trying to put together at the last minute but i was glad i got it done and then i was supposed to be getting um evaluated um you know in a corporate america people have their like yearly annual review or whatever and they go through and you know say how you've been doing productivity wise and all that good stuff Teachers, we do a teacher evaluation twice a year. They come in and observe us. We have to fill out all this, you know, documentation to let them know, like, this is what you should see when you come in my class. This is the lesson that I'm doing, yada, yada, yada. So I've been getting all of that stuff ready this week just for school to not be canceled. So I'm like, I did all that work for that stuff. How does that even go? Because those are state mandatory things that have to be done. Like, you have to be evaluated twice a year. And then you get rated on your level of teaching. There's like a four level rating scale. And I'm just like, so how does that work now? And then as of yesterday, I'm seeing them say that we might be out of school for, well, the CDC is now recommending eight weeks. Eight weeks. The governor just said this morning on CNN, the governor of Ohio said that he doesn't, he wouldn't be surprised if school does not resume this year. 
And when they say that, I don't know, does that mean this school year or does this, that mean the year? Like, what do they mean? I feel like they mean this school year. I mean, there's I mean, no, I would hope so. There's no way this shit would, I mean, I don't know, but yeah, I was God forbid. Don't say that. Because Canada or uh, China's still on a, on a lockdown. I would hate to see that this situation lasts till August. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that they're doing the extreme so that we can be good by the summer. Yeah, I don't know. But so that's just like Bianca said, not only just being a human living in the world with all of this information and all of this stuff going on, being a teacher yeah. right now has been an added level of what the fuck because yeah. there's just so many levels that this affects school wise that I can't even really wrap my mind about it. But well, I mean, I, I don't know. There's just so many unknowns. So, like my mom said, it's just unsettling. Um, so, that was just like the work week. And then this weekend, I haven't done nothing. I took my hair down. I had braids. And I took them down. And that was a whole day-long process. I mean, you <laughs> like, have tons of hair. Yeah, but it just... And I'm extra about my hair. So And plus, I like doing my hair. Yeah. I saw this... This girl went on this rant on Instagram about how if you do your own hair it's because you broke and it's a broke person thing to do and I was like first of all you're absolutely correct I'm not going to pay $250 for something that I can do in my bathroom yeah but there are some people like me who actually enjoy the doing hair like I enjoy doing my hair it's self-care for me it's relaxing like that whole span of the day just taking care of my own hair was enjoyable for me and I do, like, that's part of my, my weekly self-care is when I wash my hair, cutting my hair. Like, it's not it's not because I'm broke. It's because I enjoy it. Well, <laughs> I had two hair wins this week because, one, I did my knotless braids. I've been wanting to do some knotless braids. Um, and I did them. Mm-hmm. They came out good. Thank you. And then, two, I am not a braid mom. And I definitely hooked my homegirl's hair up this weekend mm-hmm. with the braids. Yeah, her braids look good. And I was like, okay, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you might have plenty of time coming up here to practice your hair braiding. Clearly. Skills. I mean, I'm a, y'all think I'm talented. Now I'm about to have a hella skills once we come out this bitch. Like, yeah, so I'm a welder now. <laughs> watching a lot of vi- different type of videos. Like, uh, glass can. blower. Yeah, so <laughs> like, who knows? Is there any trending topics? I mean, I was thinking, like, it's, like, hard. There's not even any trending topics that don't really involve coronavirus. Like, I wanted to say, okay, I did want to say about Trump eliminating the student loan interest. I just want to say that all that shows is that if they wanted to get rid of that shit, they would get rid of that shit, period, point blank. Another thing that I want to say about this whole coronavirus shit is everything, all it shows is that we can't really do shit that y'all said we can't do. Oh, absolutely. Especially with people's job situations. Like, there's a department at my job that they were like, oh, you guys would never be allowed to work from home. But guess what happened now? They could work from home mm-hmm. because you can. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all be holding us back. Yeah. But now with y'all, all y'all just showed us is anything is possible. So keep that same energy when the world is right. <laughs> 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 and 
and everything is back to normal. Don't be talking about what we can't do because y'all can y'all can add to these systems. Yeah. And I'm talking about everywhere. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I was going to speak a bit on that a little bit later in the podcast. Oh, um, my bad. Because I feel like, no, that's fine. Because I just feel like that's a... That's a, a a positive that could come out from this whole situation. Yeah. Um, because, like I'm saying, let's talk about some of the positive things that have came. Well, some of the positive things that people are doing, like AT&T, Sprint, T-Mobile, they mm-hmm. won't terminate anybody's cell phone mm-hmm. services. Um, some companies are allowing people to skip this month's bill. Mm-hmm. Like, the courteous of the people, because, honestly... It's fu- it's really messed up because this affects the people at the lower class the worst. Mm-hmm. Like if they were to go into quarantine, the, everybody can't just go to the store and stock up and buy up everything without using without their rent use, money without yeah. using or using up funds that are for something else. Exactly. Yeah. Like they can't just do that. A lot of lower class people don't have jobs that have work from home capability mm-hmm. like they have to go to work mm-hmm. their kids are out of school for three weeks daycare is closed like they're stressors that are coming from this situation oh, absolutely well okay let's just get into it so i know people might be tired of hearing about the coronavirus but literally what like what that, is there else to talk about i mean it's not even what else is there to talk about it is what is being talked about it's yeah. everywhere it's affecting everything and i feel like it needs to be talked about in just more of a, I'm afraid, this is shitty, I'm scared, I don't know what to do type of conversation. Like, it needs to be talked about just in things to look for that are positive, things that can help with anxiety, how to um, handle this whole social, what is they calling it? Social distancing. Social distancing. How to handle the whole social distancing. How to deal with the disappointments that come with corona. Because yeah. I got some disappointments yeah. to address about this corona. Yeah. Um. So there's just a lot more than just coronavirus. coronavirus. Yeah. Like this, and, and as much as some people might be tired of hearing about it, you're going to hear about it. Every single day, something new is happening because of it. Yeah. Um, it's affecting multiple areas of people's lives. I mean, there is not one single person on this planet right now that is not being affected by coronavirus. Exactly. It is something that we all collectively in the entire world right now can relate to. Exactly. Every single person can relate to this, no matter where you are in this country, in this world. Like it, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah. It, it is everything. So we are going to talk coronavirus today. We're going to call bullshit. We're going to call attention. Yeah. And yeah. I agree. So how about we just start with, because you just said this has affected everybody's life. So how has this affected your life personally so far? So personally so far, like I said, being a teacher, like, yes, you know, I was excited for my actual spring break. Like, I was excited for my week off. Like, very much so. Um, To get an extended three-week break, I mean, who's going to be mad about three weeks (laughs) off work? I mean, no one's going to be mad about three weeks paid off of work. But it's worrisome because... Like I just shared before, I have students that are making great progress that this might hinder the progress that we were making. I really care about my students. I'm sad to not be seeing them for three weeks. Like, that's a long time, like, to not see them. 
um, I'm worried about my families and what they might be thinking because I work with a special population of students. Like, routine is everything to them. So mm-hmm. I'm concerned how this is going to affect, even if we do come back to school, three weeks off is a big deal for my students mm-hmm. because we're not do, we're not getting on the bus. We're not coming to school. We're not in the school environment. They're not seeing me. Mm-hmm. So they're losing a lot of the stuff that has become part of their daily routine and memory. And if we do end up going back to school, it's going to almost be like starting all over for me. It's going to be like that for a lot of teachers, but for me specifically in the population that I work with, um, it's affected... Um, my fucking birthday because my birthday is in three weeks and I mean part of me when they was like oh we don't have a uh, school for three weeks I was like cool bet I don't have to take off work like I planned to for the first <laughs> for the first of the month because yeah. I was planning on taking off work the first week of April like I was just gonna take a mental health I've never done that before I thought it would be a good way to bring in my 30, 30th birthday being off of work um, turning 30 is a milestone. A lot of people have parties and I, I, I was trying to have a party, but with everything that's going on, like, even if I wanted to still have the party, people aren't going to come because different people are reacting differently to coronavirus. It's scaring a lot of people. People don't want to go places, but not only that, now they're starting to talk about closing restaurants and bars because they're not essential to daily living and they don't want people congregating. So there's a chance that the places that I have reservations at and the event schedule for aren't even going to be open. So then it wouldn't even matter if I wanted to do it anyway. It just wouldn't be possible. And that I'm trying to still wrap my mind around that because like, I mean, it's my birthday. Like I want, and it's my third, like it's a milestone. Like I'm trying to celebrate 30 years and it doesn't really look like that's going to happen in the way that I have been planning to do so. So that's, that's a terrible effect that I'm having and like I said I'm still trying to I, I have I took my mom asked me last night have you wrapped your mind around it? and I'm like no but mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do like it kind of is what it is like yeah but, well, I mean I could still choose to do something everybody like my birthday dinner everybody that's invited to my birthday dinner is still down to have a dinner yeah I might fuck around and have to have it at the house like we might just have have to come together at my house and have a dinner like because if the restaurants close i'm not really gonna have a choice anyway um as far as the birthday party i mean i guess i'm celebrating my birthday twice this year because i'm having a party (laughs) (laughs) so whether it's going to be you know the weekend of my birthday or if it's going to be in the summertime yeah i mean it's gonna happen so I mean, I'm my mind isn't wrapped around it, but it is what it is. It's out of my control at this point. Everything I can control, I've got in place. No one's called me to cancel like my reservations or anything yet. Yeah. But like I said this morning, the governor said they're looking to close bars and restaurants. And guess where I'm trying to have my events? Bars and restaurants. So yeah. um, that's another personal effect. Um, the whole shopping thing, the whole situations at the stores. I come on here every week. It's funny because me and Bianca come on here every week talking about shopping. So y'all know we shop. Yeah. And my regular weekly shopping was affected by people going out and bulk buying all these things. Like it was, I buy toilet paper once a month. I buy a large pack. It's like the the 12 pack or 18, whatever. And I usually only have to do that once a month. Like I, I don't, I don't have a household full of people. So it was that time of month to buy toilet paper. Like, I had two rolls left, 
when I get down to two rolls, that's when I usually buy more. And there's no fucking toilet paper anywhere. Yeah. Like, there's no toilet paper at any of the stores. Friday, I went shopping at, um, like, six different stores. And the only places that there was toilet paper was the dollar stores. Dollar Tree and Family Dollar were the only two places that there was uh, toilet paper. So, I mean, I got some toilet paper. It's not the toilet paper that I prefer to use. Right. I haven't even used it yet because... Like I said, I still had two rolls in my old toilet paper. So, I mean, we'll see how that goes. But that was very irritating. Um, just the amount of people at the stores was just like an inconvenience to my weekly shopping. Like I said, I like shopping on Fridays because there's usually not that many people. Well, not this fucking Friday. This Friday, it was 11 o'clock in the morning and everybody and their mama was already out at the store. So, that, that affected my day-to-day life. And, um... Yeah, though so far that's so far those that's are the it. effects to my my daily life. What about you? Well, I'm gonna be working at home until April six. My kid is out of school for three weeks now. Um, obviously, I have to figure out. I mean, you would think, oh, you work from home, but oh, I have a you have to actually six work. Year old. I have to actually yeah. work, and um, but also, I mean, daycares are closed clothing too because at first I was thinking about okay she could go back to her old daycare but obviously that would be another expense for me because I mean I don't pay for daycare anymore then I would have to go back that would be a bill like for a month right I feel anxiety just thinking about because I'm a planner Mm -hmm. and I feel like this is going to be one of those day-to-day situations Mm -hmm. at this point because it's like we're going to just have to play it by yeah. what we can do. I mean, her dad said he can get her one day on his off day, but he only has one off day during the week. Right. So it's like, that helps three, you know, that helps, right. but that doesn't help a lot. And it's just, my mom is kind of in the limbo about her job is still trying to figure out what their policies and procedures are going to be. So I don't know if she's going to be at home or not. If so, I mean, like I said, she can help, but she still has to work. Right. It's just stressful. Because mm-hmm. also, then I want Bree to, I mean, I feel like it's going to be hard for her to just only be around me for that long period of time. And I feel like if it does come down to it, I need to come up with some kind of work from home slash school plan for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean... I still technically get a lunch break. So on my lunch break, instead of, like, doing something for me, I would, like, do something with us. So, like, Mm -hmm. it's not just stay away from me for eight hours. Mm -hmm. Or, like, even if I have to wake up a little earlier to, like, set her up something to do for, like, this amount of time. I don't know. I might have to become some kind of educator or something. You know, just, like, some kind of I mean, this is going to force parents to do that. Like, yeah. the whole kid being at home thing, like, yes, if you are someone who's lucky enough to have the ability to work from home, that's cool. But it's still working from home. Right. You can't, you still have to work. Yeah. You still have, like you said, eight hours where you are expected to do work. Exactly. And working does not involve childcare. And like, you can't entertain your kid and work, especially depending on what you do. Most people who work at home work on their computer, work on the phone. Yeah. They're having phone conversations. They're having to make programming. They have to type. They yeah. have to. They can't have a kid in the background yeah. of their Skype call. They can't have a kid in the background of their call with, you know, their bosses and their, their meeting. Like, you, you can't. And my job requires a lot of creative thought. 
and a lot of attention to detail, mm-hmm. which I can't be distracted like right. that. Like, you can't every five minutes be like, come breathe, yeah, breathe, yeah. okay, breathe. Like, like, I be having to edit audio and shit, which means that you have to be very quiet because yeah. I'm listening for, like, the littlest shit. Right. Like, and I can't have, I you, can't in have you, you in the background. I can't have you in the background of my Skype calls. Yeah. Like, I can't, if I need to focus on something, I can't be distracted or I'm right. never going to get past this. And then I'm, I work, I'm a developer. If I'm having a, like an issue, I have to figure, literally figure out why something isn't operating the way I need right. it to work, which further, I need more concentration. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yeah, how do you, how am I supposed to do this? That? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like at the end of the day, if it's necessary and it needs to get done. It's gonna get done. Absolutely. But the anxiety behind it is just like Well, just the quality of people's work is going to fall off in yeah. general in any business that you're in. If you work at a call center and they're allowing you to do your calls from home, your quality of work is going and you have children, your quality of work is going to dwindle down because you're gonna have a kid that you're going to have to manage and take care of and entertain and make sure they have what they need. Mm-hmm. And depending on how old your kid is. I yeah. mean some people have infants. How do you keep take care of an infant and do all of the things that you just described? Yeah. Like it would be different if all you have was like you know high school age students who for the most part or kids who most part for the most part will entertain themselves they right. don't need you to entertain them yeah but we're talking people with kids who are seven and under like 10 and under and like, then what about people who have like five kids imagine right. you have to be at home like those kids need to eat you right. need a supply right a real big supply of food right with that many people staying at home right. so so and like I said, we need to think of some positives. So here's me interjecting a positive. From this situation, maybe this will show people how important structure and routines are yeah. for children and just how smoothly it could make your day-to-day life. Because like you said, if you have five kids that you need to feed, then maybe we come up with a new family schedule, an actual schedule that we're going to abide by day-to-day. At this time, it's breakfast. Yeah. You are not going to ask me to eat something you, I'm not going to fix you a breakfast at 11 because breakfast was at 9. Yeah. But then we have a snack time. here, And it's going to teach some kids some independence. Here's where the snacks are. Like, now let's set up our house differently where you can get, you can reach these things without even needing me. Yeah, and you know what you can get. Here's a list of the things that you can have for a snack. Here's a basket full of the things that you can have for a snack. Yeah. When you want one, go get it. You want some fruit snacks? Go get them. They're right there. Yeah. But this might help with structure and just seeing how important structure is because I mean most people have structure but it's not like a a outline structure in their household like it's just kind of like an unspoken this is just you know we eat when it gets dark yeah you know like like ain't no really no yeah but now this might force people to be like okay I need to have like an actual schedule something written down that I can discuss with my child that we're both on the same page this is how our day-to-day is gonna go yeah um I think it's that's a positive to take from that because, like you said, I mean that's gonna be a rough transition for families. Like to, this week is going to be very interesting yeah. for people who are working from home, or if you're not working from home, like if you gotta go to work and you gotta find somewhere for your kids, like stressful. Yeah, because I know that's gonna be like a day to day situation Absolutely. for a lot of people. Absolutely, um, the school thing. So a lot of schools are doing remote learning. And I just don't know how that's going to work. Like, I just don't. Like you just said, if a parent has to work, how are they going to monitor whether what or not? Are the kids? Am I worried about making the money or <laughs> am I worried about you doing this assignment for your math teacher? I'm worried about making the money. Yeah. So I'm going to assume you over here doing your math homework 
but I can't be checking because I have to work. Like, who's holding these children responsible? I get that we have to do something, but I just don't know how this online learning is going to work because parents still have jobs. Yeah. We're now going to, what, force children to be accountable for their own learning, which, I mean, at a high school, middle school and above level, this could be a good thing. It's going to make these children be responsible for their learning. Yeah. But at an elementary and below level, you cannot hold a child responsible for getting that division That's homework done or that division assignment and lesson completed. Or who's checking for their understanding? Who's checking for them to complete it? How are their grades being no, like 100%. created? Like I don't really understand that. And then like just the assumption with online learning is that people have internet and people have computer access. And I know that all of these companies are coming forward and they're, you know, giving services for free and that's great but i feel like something that's going to come from this is learning the internet is not a a, a luxury yeah to us having wi-fi has always been a luxury yeah it's a necessity yeah if you are just assuming that kids can do this online learning if we're going right to online learning then we need to recognize that wi-fi and internet access is something that you have to have right so while we giving away wi-fi access for free for coronavirus how about we just give it away for free forever because why, why are we paying for it in the first place like, honestly, if we live in a technology-driven society, if we live in an internet-based information, why are we paying for the shit that makes our lives run? That don't even make sense. I'm so sick of it. And obviously, with you being able to say, we can give you free access, once again, shows you can do the shit. Yeah. Like, it's possible. This whole thing is going to definitely... <laughs> Again, another positive I feel like that can come from this is reforming the way that we currently function as a society. Because like you said, there are so many things that are coming out that it's really awesome that they're, you know, AT&T is not doing the over shit anymore. And that Spectrum wants to give Wi-Fi. Like, that's great. But like you just said, we need to revisit the fact that these things are necessary. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, AT&T, you mean when I go over my bill... You don't have to charge me extra? Yeah. That's oh, what, that's what you're oh, saying? we're taking the caps off the data speed. Oh, oh you so don't have to cap. Yeah. Right. You really don't have to cap the data. And I don't have to do anything. Right. Like, I don't have to add any wires in the house or nothing. Like, you're just going to make it happen. Like, really? That's what I'm saying. Um, still with the school thing. The Also, the assumption is that people have computers. Newsflash, telephones and tablets don't give you access to everything. No, they Most don't. people have telephones and tablets. So some of these things that they're they're trying to do for online learning, how do they how do you do them without a laptop or a desktop computer? Right. I mean, it's very unlikely that people will have those things. I haven't seen a desktop computer in someone's house unless it's a work computer. Yeah. I, like I, no one has a desktop anymore. Okay. Laptops. Most people's laptops are work laptops. Yeah. Like they're not leisure yeah. laptops. Facts. So how do you make sure that your child even has access to these things? Printing. If so you have to print something, who has a printer? Who has a printer? Barely anybody has a printer. Yeah. So how exactly do kids continue to work on their right? Like, I just... And then the example of five kids. If you have five kids that are all school age, how the hell does everybody get access to their work? Right. Because what if we got five kids, but I only got one laptop? One tablet. One tablet. Who gets to go to online how learning do do that this? day? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Like, I just don't understand how we're going to hold, like, hold people accountable, actually get this stuff done. For me, I was just telling Bianca, 
my students all have IEPs. IEP is an individual education plan. And in the plan, there are goals for areas in which the children are having some deficits in. So they need a little bit extra help. They need a little bit extra in interventions to help them meet this goal. For my children, because they have autism, something that a lot of kids with autism struggle with is social interactions. Yeah. So all of my children have a social interaction goal. But each one of their goals requires peers, and they're written specifically for school. Yeah. Because the way you interact in your personal life is different than your school life. Right. And IEPs are supposed to, for the most part, help you in the school environment and then translate to the real world. So all of my boys have something about, you know, collaborative play with a peer, sharing with a peer, taking turns with a peer, using self-regulation coping skills. And all of them say in the school environment. So now how do I, because I just got an email saying that I'm still responsible for them making progress in their goals, even in the case of an extended break. Well, how the fuck do I do that? Right. How do I get Johnny to collaborate on an activity would appear when Johnny's the only child at home. Mm -hmm. uh, how do I get you sharing with your big brother because your big brother took something from you right. and you just ate it up is not the same as you sharing in school would appear when I'm facilitating. Yeah. Like, how do I, how do yeah. I do that? Like, I don't understand how I remotely make those things happen. I agree. So it's just a lot of questions. Like my, again, like my mom said, it's just a lot of unknown. It just feels unsettling to not know. Okay. Like a lot of it is just the anxiety of speculating and thinking of what, how do I do this? Mm -hmm. When do I do this? What do I do for this? Like, it's just a lot of unknown. Yeah. Just cause even like, yes, your day to day, Right now, it still feels fairly normal. But, like, when I go to the store now, I'm like, well, should I get a couple more cans? Or, mm -hmm. like, should I? I'm not, like, stockpiling, like, tissue and stuff like that. Because I also feel like it's important for us to remember that we have to be... This is when community is the most important. Mm -hmm. You stockpiling... Like Paige said, she buys toilet paper for a month. Um, like be realistic yeah. definitely be prepared for your needs like of course if you have a larger family you may need a right. larger more but don't be on that let me just stock up just mm -hmm. so I can because the people around you who didn't have time to make it to the store the nurse who was at the hospital who mm -hmm. couldn't go to the store until her mm -hmm. shift was over the person who you know you just never know they made it really needed that. So we need to be, I feel like this is important for us to extend our community values and to be considerate. Mm -hmm. And we talk about good things that might come out, but that may strengthen our community. Because mm -hmm. shit, what if the, if the government shut down, you might have to knock on your neighbor door and ask for some tissues. Yeah, absolutely. You gonna have you to. You gonna have to trade. You, about to, you better come over there with. I got some water. Uh, yeah. Like. <laughs> For real. It really, it really will. Like, it'll be a, so, hey, somebody got some, um, you got that? Trade, barter. And I, it's a lot of people that are like, I don't know why people are stocking up on this stuff. Like, what do you need to stock up on tissue for? Yada, yada, yada. I feel like a lot of people felt like they need to stock up because a lot of us feel like a shutdown is coming. Right. A lot of us are trying to be proactive. We feel like some type of lockdown is coming. If you look at what's happening in other countries, they have locked down. Yeah. They have all locked down in different ways. Yeah. Some of them are locking down where you can't leave your house at all, but some of them are locking down whereas they're closing everything, so there's really nothing for you to leave the house right. for. Either way, 
I need to have things. Yeah. So yes, I'm going to the store and I'm stocking my refrigerator full of stuff more than I usually would because right. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to leave my house right. or if these stores are going to be open. Right. Some people also have to live check to check. Yeah. And they know that right now is not the first of the month. Right. So they need to buy everything that they possibly would need because they can afford to do it now versus on the first, they have to pay their rent and they might not be able to do a big shopping. So they're doing it now. Mm -hmm. Some people are just like, well, I just want to make sure that what I want is in the, like that I have it now because I know that people are going to be buying a lot of stuff. So I just want to make sure whatever I want, I have now. So there's different reasons why people have been shopping the way that they have. I mean, it's, it's been ridiculous, but I I get it. Like I understand why people have been shopping the way they are. I'm not mad. I'm just a little surprised. Like I'm surprised as fuck about the tissue thing. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised about the Lysol. Well, I'm kind of surprised about the Lysol wipe two thing thing too, though, because again, this is just a part of my own family's cleanliness. My mom has always cleaned with Lysol wipes. Like Lysol wipes has always been a part of her cleaning. So because I grew up with that, it's all, it's a part of my cleaning. Like that's what I clean my counters with. That's what I clean my stove with. Like the top of my stove. That's how I wipe down door handle. Like that's just something that I do normally. Mm-hmm. So when I go to the store, granted, because it's something I do normally, I didn't need any wipes. But when I go to the store and see what usually is a full thing of Lysol wipes empty. In my mind, I'm thinking, what the hell have people been doing? If y'all ain't been using disinfectants this whole time, what the hell have y'all been doing? Like, how do people clean? So that's another thing that's coming from this. It's making me look at people's hygiene and cleanliness like, what's going on? (laughs) Like, why are we all out of hand sanitizer and soap? What are you stockpiling? Why don't you have any of this? I didn't have to buy any soap or hand sanitizer because I have that shit regularly. Mm. I have it in my home already. Like... Why did people need to go buy so much of that type of stuff? Like, granted, the more the time is going on, there are food items that are becoming lower. Like, I heard that there's not a lot of meat at a lot of stores. Just because people are, again, trying to prepare just in case they can't go to a store again. Mm -hmm. But, like, why was toilet paper and hand sanitizer and Lysol wipes the first shit to go? Like, why was that shit gone, like, at the start of the week? That was a weird item for everyone to go run out and get all of a sudden as if they didn't have these things or as if they need like a lifetime supply of it. Like it, those are weird items to have already been just completely gone. Like, I feel like it's going to be normal to start going into stores and see that there's barely any bread. There's yeah. barely any convenience meals, like, you know, SpaghettiOs, Mac and cheese, like quick shit to kids because kids is about to be home. Yeah. So, I'm not so that's why I... when I see all the Mac and cheese at Mark's was gone on Friday. That shit was gone. Like, all the fucking ramen noodles. All the ramen noodles gone. Like, I get that. Because <laughs> kids are about to be home. And again, that's another added expense. People have to be at home and eating all day. It's not a, oh, I'm gonna just pack Grease lunch. No. And then all I gotta worry about is, you know, dinner. Like, no. It's now she has to eat breakfast here. She has to have snacks because she's gonna be home. We're gonna be snacking. It's yeah. kind of normal. Like, that's a typical thing to be just chilling at the house snacking. But now I got to have three meals and snacks and drinks. Like, that's a lot of, of money to spend. Like, thank you. Yeah, like, it really like, is. Like, like, and again, people are having to use their bill money or their, you know, rainy day money or whatever it is. Money that they don't usually use to 
to buy that stuff. Facts. Like, and having to spend it all at once. So, I get why some stuff is empty at the stores. It just the toilet paper and Lysol shit was just very odd to me. And did you see the asshole in Tennessee that bought, like, 17,000 hand sanitizers? Yeah. I want him to get struck by, like, And that's why he's stupid. That was just... That was just so stupid. God, do not like, like that ugliness. That kind of shit, to see that kind of ugliness, I'm glad there's not more stories like that because that was really ugly. But the flip side is seeing like all the positive stories. Like people who did buy a bunch of hand sanitizer and they're giving it away. Yeah. People who are making care packages to, to send to nursing homes and yeah. stuff. Like those kind of stories. The NBA stories with all the players, you know, Paying pledging money to play pay the workers because they just abruptly shut But my down. thing is, why wouldn't the owners do that? Because I be feeling like... No, nah, come on. I know, but that was another example. But yeah, it is another example. Like, why was it players that immediately felt like, okay, yeah. I need to, like, granted, they have the money to do so, but these Agree, owners but the owners this. are... I'm about to say, but granted, the players have the money, but the owners have the oh, money, sure. money. So I just don't understand why yeah. that wasn't their first concern, why they had to step up first. Yeah. But... The rich. I don't understand why rich people are so greedy. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're already rich. Mm-hmm. Why are you greedy? I will never understand Ooh, that. Never know. I will <laughs> never understand that. And I promise, I feel like because if I was rich, there wouldn't be any greed in me. Because I already have what I need. Like, if anything, like, yes, I've made it. Let me help you. I, maybe everybody just, everybody just don't think like that. Facts. Anyway. Um... My only other thing I wanted to say about schools is if you know a high school senior or a college senior, practice some 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 love with them because if you're a high school senior right now, just think about when you was a senior. Yeah. What were the things you were looking forward to? Prom. Prom. Graduation. graduation after prom. <laughs> like, the fucking senior trips to Cedar, Cedar Point. Point. Like, like, you was hyped for that Cookout. Euclid yeah. Creek. Like, the, that's not about to happen. Like, yeah. those things are probably not about to happen. If they're going to cancel school for the rest of the year, that means there's not going to be a prom. There's not going to be a graduation ceremony. Imagine being a college graduate. You have done four-plus years in college, busting your ass. First person in your family to go to college. Hype to walk across that stage for your family to see you do that. Walking across the stage in college is a big deal. Yeah. And now I seen somebody tweet like I bought this cap and gown last week, and I don't care what's going on. I'm gonna put this cap and gown. Y'all gonna watch (laughs) me walk across this living room, and y'all gonna cheer me up. I know that's right. I know that's right too. I know that's super sad that that that's not. These people are not going to be able to experience those things that they look forward to for the four years of high school, for the four plus years of college, like. For that shit to just be up in the air on yeah. a high end of not possible, like that's that's hella depressing. That is so. Depressing. If you like, I said, if you know somebody who's in their senior year of college or a senior in high school, definitely look out, check out on, check on them because depression is about to be really real. It's about to be running rampant. Because like like Paige said, isolation isn't good for people. Let's for talk about it. Isolation is terrible for humans. Human interaction, interacting with people is very important to, to your health. Like, unless you, um, and honestly, there is no unless. Even if you're an introvert, you still like to interact. You just don't like to interact like a ton. You need 
boundary. You have boundaries set in place. But you don't want to be socially isolated where you can't see other people, where you can't go to dinners and brunches with the people that you actually enjoy being around. I was about to say, because I thoroughly enjoy being around my people. Like, yeah. I already worked from home two days out the week before this happened and I appreciated that I, I appreciate those two days but I also appreciate my three days in the office mm-hmm. because it'd be like okay I'm off okay cool I get to go interact with people right. and chill and then by the time I'm talking to them again it's time to work from right. home again exactly. like it's a great balance my mom used to work in home health and she used to just be at clients houses and doing stuff with them like on a one to one basis and she got to a point where she was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I need interaction. I am not interacting with other people. Like, I really do like helping people, but I do not like this aspect of being stuck with just this old person yeah. and no one else all day. Yeah. So that's why she changed her career. So it makes me think of stuff like that. Like, yes, it might be cool for two weeks to be to be secluded because most people who know me, they know seclusion is fine. Like, yeah. I'm good. I'm already thoroughly enjoying my isolation. But give me... A couple weeks and I'm gonna be done. I'm going to be so done. I'm like gonna need done. a brunch. I'm gonna need a, a. It's got to be nice out. I'm gonna need a drink on a patio. Like I'm gonna need something. I'm. I'm gonna need to be around some people. Being just by yourself is is just not good for you. And then if we have to be stuck in our homes, we not getting no vitamin D. We already Girl. vitamin D deficient up here in Ohio. Yeah. Then you wanted to start being nice out and we gonna have to be in our houses possibly. That would be terrible. That would be terrible. Um, I know for me, my mom and my my grandmother lives with my mom now, and I know some of my family is a little bit concerned about me and my sister going over there because my grandmother is there. Mm. But like. Can't be socially isolated from my mom and my brother and my grandma. Yeah, like I can't do that, and my grandmother can't do that either. That was part of the reason why she wanted to live with Which my mom because she felt socially isolated. She had been living by herself for years, and she was like, "I can't do this anymore. Like I need to be with people." So again, just this this idea that we we're possibly going to be distanced completely from others is terrifying. I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking like, dang. So if we was on the type of quarantine where you couldn't leave, you couldn't leave your house. I'm like, wow, like it's just me and Bree. Like, like this is our house. Yeah, only us live here. Like right. my parents don't live in this house. Right. Like the people I love don't live here. Right. So it's like, oh shit, like that shit is real. Right. And then if you live, so if you're somebody who lives by yourself, that would just be you alone. Yeah. And then people who just have an only child, like, then it's just going to be you and this only child. Like, that's not healthy for relationships. That's not healthy for your kids to be constantly annoying you and you getting frustrated because y'all just stuck in the house. Like, it's different than summer break. When you're on summer break and kids is home, it's activities going on. They at camp. You camp, still going to work. Yeah. They outside. We talking about a, a possible shutdown. Like, there's nowhere to go. There's, there's You nothing. might be stuck in the house. And then it's just you and these kids. Like, that's not good for y'all relationship. It's not good for couples. It, like, if it's just you, depending on your dynamics, like, it might not be the best for y'all to just be stuck. Just the two of y'all. Uh, yeah. Just anybody who lives with someone. Like, it's just... Because let's be realistic. As a parent, like, even as a... Shit, I was married before, so I know as a spouse. Those 10 hours... Apart during the day make a difference. Mm-hmm. Okay, they are a, necess- a necessity apart, for mental yeah. health. Okay, 
And I don't care how much you love being a parent, how much you love being whatever. Right. You can't be, <laughs> like, you still need your space. Absolutely. And it, like Paige said, that would be unhealthy as hell. Yeah. So, like, it wouldn't be good for, it's not going to be good for neither one of no. us. So, again, a positive that can come for that is the structure and the boundaries being created. Yeah. Like, all right, well, this is definitely our work time since mommy has to work and you have to do your school stuff. This is definitely our work time. But not only after that is that happening, but mommy needs alone time and so do you. So, so you go do you. you. Yeah. And, I mean, I know a lot of parents say that and, like, they want that. But this situation might really force people to be like, all right, we got to set this boundary. For like, real. even if you in a um, relationship married and it's just y'all at home, like, all right, from 10 to 2, that's my time. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't talk to me. Like, act like Let's I'm not here. take a break like, from you. go yeah. upstairs, I go downstairs. Right. Oh, like, we got to be separate. Like, because a long time, a long time is different than this whole isolation idea. Mm-hmm. Like, having some time to yourself for your own self is different than being stuck at home without being able to interact with other people. Nice. The social distancing thing. So the social distancing thing is a little bit concerning just for people's health, mental and physical and emotional. Like, it's just a little concerning to think that that's going to happen. And then, like, the effects of that. Like, I'm sitting here salty about my birthday. And Mm. this is what I said to my mom yesterday. I'm like, I'm sitting here salty about my birthday, but my birthday going to come. That day is going to come. And no matter where I am, what the situation is, I'm going to celebrate it as such. But. And, like I said, if I got to have a party in the summertime, I will. We so, I'll probably be celebrating twice. But, what about the people who have anniversary parties planned? Weddings planned, Weddings. Funerals planned. Damn. These are things that you can't... I mean, you can postpone them, definitely. But, like, some people have certain dates picked for weddings because those dates are meaningful. Yeah. Like, if I chose April 4th to get married, that day might just be special to me. That might be why I chose... That, or the people yeah. this past weekend. If your wedding was supposed to be, you know, on the 14th, it might have been a reason why you wanted your wedding on the 314. Like, that could have meant something to you. Okay. So now you're telling me all this planning, all of this money for what? Yeah. These venues about to close. So, again, whether you and all your guests are still cool with the wedding, the venue your venue like, might be closed. Or your vendor. Or, or your vendor. Yeah, yeah you might not even have your, fils, your yeah. meals no more. Yeah. Or if all of that is still in place, your guests. Like yeah. I said, everybody's having different feelings about this. My family was supposed to have a little um, corned beef get-together on Saturday, um, eat corned beef sandwiches and all that other good shit, fellowship, yada, yada, yada. Got canceled because concerns about the coronavirus. Not everybody in my family has concerns, but a couple of people did, and that shut the whole event down. So things like that are going to happen with these bigger events. You're going to have people who you might really want to be there that are just a little bit leery and want to lay low. Mm -hmm. You (laughs) just never know. You don't know. Fact. Yeah. It's a weird time. Weird times. Because with the social distancing, like I said before, it's like you, I mean, I want to be responsible because, I mean, I want this shit to go away. Right. Like, but I also want to be, re- you know, like, realistic. Right. And I also just want to make good judgment calls for me individually. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, it makes every decision more of a decision yeah, than it, it does, needs to be. Yeah, it does, and it needs to be. Like, yeah. do I want to, I'm leaving the house today, like, do I want to go to the store? Right. Usually that yeah. would just be a, a natural, yeah. I'm going to the store after this, but now I'm like, do I really want to go to the store? It's Sunday, people off, it might be a lot of people. 
Yeah, I really wanted to hit up Trader, but I already know y'all didn't hit up Trader. And it's not the biggest of stores, so I don't want to be with my closest friends. Yeah, no. So that's why I had to pass on Traders. Um. So, I know a lot of parents are freaking out about what they're going to do with these kids. And just as someone who's in a school district, I know that we are working on things to to do to provide for parents. I know I have to go into work. Um, like I said, this coming up week is my spring break, but the week after that, I've been told to come to show up, to come to work. So that day is going to be a planning day for us to figure out what the hell we're about to do mm-hmm. to, to provide parents and these students with something to do. So, I mean, that is coming. But also, the internet is a wonderful tool. Like, I've been seeing a lot of things. And, again, it's because I'm in, like, different groups and stuff for teachers. So, a lot of things have been coming across my timeline. So, I am going to post some stuff to the um, In Tune with the BS Instagram for all my parents. Just different, like, ideas for things you could do at home for play. Yeah. Like, you know, different. And play and learning. Different mm-hmm. Uh, reading bingo charts where you can you know encourage your child to read the structure just having coloring activities go to the dollar tree and get shit from there it's cheap yeah you can get hella coloring books puzzles i know i got like six puzzles because if this is gonna be an extended detachment from people i'm gonna need something to do so i done got coloring books and puzzles same you see we got new puzzles mm-hmm. over here we, yeah i just ordered a brand new paint kit that's mm-hmm. coming from amazon we got canvases yeah when i stocked up on the food i also stocked up on activities too because mm-hmm. yeah. oh, girl not about to drive me crazy yeah exactly get some stuff for mm-hmm. your kids to do even if it's not just educational based like just Everything could be a learning opportunity. So even if it's just, you know, making slime, I know parents hate that shit, but... No, fuck that slime shit. No, we (laughs) banning that. Bianca saw this. (laughs) We got uh, Brie slime stuff for her birthday, but she likes slime. So we was going to get our homegirl slime. What are talking about? Get the kids putty, slime, flubber, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Get it. Get it. It's science. Like, have them do that. It'll entertain them for a minute. Um... Take advantage of resources and opportunities that the community is providing. Yes. So I know a lot of times the community will provide stuff and people don't really take advantage of it for various reasons. You yeah. ain't got the time. Pride sometimes, you know, when there's free activities, some people are funny acting about doing free stuff because they pride and because they don't want to deal with all of the other people that are going to do it. But in this situation, take advantage. I feel like that's another positive that can come from this. Is when places are offering you something free, take, take it, it, do yeah. it. Well, like, what well, do it? Piata is offering a free spaghetti lunch yeah, during lunch for hours kids. for kids. Take your if you need to get out the house, go take your kid up there and get that spaghetti. Why mm. not? Yeah. Like, well, like what? Just do it. Even if they're not gonna eat it for lunch, even if because a lot of schools are offering food, so maybe you stop up at the school, yes. get the free lunch, run up to Piata, get that, put that Piata in the refrigerator. They can eat that eat shit that for dinner. dinner. Yeah, like freeze that shit. They can eat it tomorrow. Yeah, like, y'all do pay attention. I do want to emphasize paying attention to what schools are opening at. Some schools are even doing drive through lunches, mm-hmm. so like y'all don't even got to come in contact. Yeah, just no, yeah, just pull up and they'll have a bag ready yep. for you to go. Like, just take advantage of the resources and opportunities that are being offered because yep. it, it's not only are they good things that these people are offering, whether it be activities or food or whatever it is, it's just another way to get you out the house, to get you and your kid out the house, to get y'all something to do, because a lot of us are going to be looking for stuff to do. Yeah. Like, so just do it. Um, 
just do as much as you can with your kids as possible. Like, the more you keep them entertained and show them that they're being paid attention to, the more likely that they're going to, you know, oblige when you're like, all right, mommy needs a long time. Or it's time for me to work. I played whatever with you in the morning now it's time for me to do this like yeah. don't make them feel like they're being a burden because a lot of kids don't understand what's going on no matter how old they are that's what I'm saying. like if you're in if you're school age k through 12 period you're not really that understanding no matter how old you are how like you just probably don't understand what's going on because a lot of us don't understand a yeah, lot of us facts. adults don't understand I know personally, my personal thoughts about coronavirus I still don't understand why we're re- reacting this way I mean I do but I don't like I, I've seen the diagram going around about like why we need to get it to this level so that the hospitals are not overcrowded and can't take care of the people that they need to take care of. But at the same time, I'm like, really, our hospitals aren't equipped yeah. to deal with stuff. But then it's also like, okay, so many people abuse emergency rooms and urgent care. Like, I do understand the, the fact that y'all can get, you know, packed full of people, but like, at the same time, I'm like, why are we shutting everything down? Again, when I look outside, outside looks fine. Mm-hmm. So when everything is being shut down, it's just hard for my brain to really process, process what's really going, going on. on. You know, when it's a snow day, my brain processes. It's hella <laughs> snow outside. Yeah. We ain't got school. But right now, after this spring break passes, that week after that, I'm about to be like, well, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? What's going on? Everything seems fine. Yeah. Why? Why are we not at work? Like. It's just, it's just weird. Um, and another thing I wanted to address, I've been seeing a lot on Twitter, like, people saying, like, use this time for your side, yeah, duh, duh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Please don't make people f- let you feel like doing nothing is a crime. Yeah. Like, everything does not have to be a get-rich scheme, get-rich-quick scheme. You don't have to monetize everything. Like, if that's just not your, your lane. I know, I can, I can say this with Bianca sitting here because me and her have discussed this before. That's just not our lane. Yeah. We're not looking to make money off of every single thing that we do. No. Like, there are certain things that we do that we feel like we can monetize on. Like, when, you know, Bianca wrote books because she likes writing. She, being an author was something that she aspired to do. And she did realize that was a way that she could stream some income. Yeah. But that wasn't the full motivation behind why she decided to, to publish her work. But it oh, was something not. she monetized versus like dear daughter we're not looking to make money off of dear daughter right like i mean eventually we're looking to have people help us fund things with dear daughter just to expand, to the, expand program, the program to make it to the best quality that it right. can be, but not to make but it's money. not a make money scheme yeah. like not everything that you could be passionate about has to be turned into a how can i get money like i see all these threads about don't use this time to not make no money you could learn a side gig you could be a vlogger <laughs> Some people like to blog without making money. Yeah. Some people like to podcast without making money. Some people like to draw without making money. Like, not everything has to be a, a stress to get money. That's capitalism. Like, yeah. people who feel like everything that you do has to be monetized, they are slaves to this system. And I'm going to say that and end it there. Like, that's that's how I feel about that. But if that's your prerogative, that's your prerogative. Like, if you want to make money off of everything you do, more power to you. Make that money. Stress yourself. Yeah. You go right ahead, okay? <laughs> but me, I'm not going to be stressing my whole break about how to, or this whole quarantine or whatever it is, about how I can monetize all my time. Like, yeah. I I am someone who just enjoys life. I enjoy being able to wake up. I enjoy being able to sit here with Bianca. I enjoy being able to leisurely color in my coloring book. I Like, that's, that's me. Yeah. But I know for some people that they just, 
want to make money off everything do you but don't feel guilted into oh it's been two weeks and i just i'm sitting here like if you somebody who can't work from home but you got to take off because your kids don't feel like you got to somehow scramble to yeah to come up with a a way of making income because believe it or not everything about to be shut down so what what really are you how you about to make all this income don't stress yourself out ain't gonna be nowhere to spend it (laughs) (laughs) i just feel like like Paige said, I don't really understand the whole coronavirus stuff. But at the end of the day, my whole overall thought process about life is that when things are really bad, only good things can come after. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if this wasn't a sign of everybody just be still, mm-hmm. then I don't know what else would. Absolutely. Because forcing a whole society to rethink about how they run Mm -hmm. a whole system is Mm -hmm. really what this is doing as well Mm -hmm. like you have to be still you have to be calm and then we realizing the flaws that we already have in our Mm -hmm. systems so i feel like if anything this is a terrible situation that we're going through right now Mm -hmm. but hopefully and maybe i'm just being optimistic i just think out of bad things always come a rebirth Mm -hmm. of good things and I just feel like at the end of this controversy, because we will get through this, this Absolutely. will be something that which when my grandkids ask me about 2020, they're going to be like, yeah, it was wild. I'm going to be like, girl, listen. Listen, I spent my 30th in quarantine. Girl, okay. I mean, your 30th, my mom's 50th birthday mm-hmm. is next week, and she's having it going through the same yeah, disappointment because yeah. that's a milestone. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to celebrate her, mm-hmm. but you know how things are. <coughs> but like I was saying, <coughs> I just feel like, I don't want us to be panicked. I just want us to be prepared. Mm-hmm. And I don't want us to stress ourselves during this time. It's stressful, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I also just think I wanted to allow us to reevaluate things as a whole. Mm-hmm. Well, just, I mean, experiencing anxiety right now, for people who don't normally experience anxiety, they might not even realize that what that is. I know I experience anxiety, so I know that these things that I'm feeling are a part of that. So for some people, they might be struggling with how they're even feeling, some of the thoughts that they have, because they might be somebody that's normally, like, cool and calm and, you know, kind of go with the flow. And it's hard to go with the flow when you don't know the flow. Like, so tons of people right now are experiencing anxiety. Depression is sure to skyrocket just from some of the things that are coming with this the isolation the money stress um work stress kids Kids stress stress. like no items being in the stores like it's a lot of stuff that's going to come from this so it's important for people to practice self-care like i know i post on the instagram a lot about self-care sundays but like every day needs to be some self-care incorporated with what we're going through because you're going to drive yourself crazy. Like, this this is crazy. It's a constant flow of information. It's fear of the unknown. It's unsettling. So yeah. just doing something that makes you feel good is going to be important. Whether that be sitting down on the couch for an hour and watching TV. Yeah. If that's, you know, stocking up on wine and having a glass of wine. If yeah. that, you know, even if that's not your normal to do around your kids. Like, at this point, you about to be around them kids. So... Uh, <laughs> you better figure out how that's gonna work. Right. Reading, like this is a great opportunity to to read. If you ain't able to, if you typically don't find time in your schedule to read, this would be a perfect time for that. I know for me, I like to color, so I already then you know bought a new coloring book and been coloring. Um, I bought in my Amazon order. I bought a coloring book. 
while you're fucking awesome. All the color and uh-huh. both have very inspirational uh-huh. quotes and quotes stuff. And yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. Um, and just relaxing, like taking a bubble bath, uh, having a spa day, doing your own nails, washing your hair. Like, I mean, just taking care of yourself right now is really important because the opposite of it is everything that's going on in the world. Like, we just have a lot of information, a lot of feelings, a lot of turmoil internally and just externally in the world right now that, that practicing self-care is going to be an important way to to deal with this. And if you don't know what self-care is for you, just think of the stuff you like. Yeah. Even if it's eating. Like, cook yourself something you ain't never cooked before. Or actually cook. If you don't usually cook, cook. Yeah. Like, you might find that you actually... Like, you might learn things about yourself during this time. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's... I like what Bianca said about this making us be still... Because I'm a firm believer in the universe, and I feel like this situation... I'm not the optimist here, as you all know. (laughs) But I feel like there is only one way to look at this to to get through it, and it is the positives. Like, our world... There has been a shift in our world for the past couple of years. Shit's been off. We got a loony tune running the country. Man, what? the climate is ridiculous. It's been all these wildfires, the, the two earthquakes that we experienced in Ohio this summer or this year, like, or last year. Like, it's just been a lot of shit going on. It's just been something going on. That this is forcing us to be still. Like, it's forcing, like, think about all the pollution that the world usually gets. This shit is minimizing that. Yeah. There's not as many people out. Yeah. There's not going to be all these buses and trucks driving around because yeah. a lot of shit is being shut down. Like, we're not polluting the world as much. We're giving the world a needed break. Like, this just might be the universe forcing us to, to give it a break. Like, it yeah. needs a break to recharge. Yeah. And it's dismantling the, the quote-unquote normalcy of our world. A lot of things are going to be questioned. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are up for discussion that progressive politicians and stuff have been fighting for for years. That now, because of this situation, it's, it's showing us that these things can be done. They just haven't been accepted for what reason? Exactly. Like, even with, like, voting. Like, I know a lot of people are very concerned about voting. A lot of um, states are postponing their voting and changing voting polls and stuff. Like, I'm hoping from this situation we get an online voting procedure. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been acting like we can't have online voting. Why can't we? And maybe this will force that. Like, look, yeah. we can't do these primaries if we can't get the votes. And yeah. we need the votes so that we can have a 2020 election. Yeah. And the election schedule is always so strict. Like, if we can't get all these primaries going and if these politicians can't campaign, can we have the 2020 election? Right. Maybe that, that like, just so I'm hoping that this kind of just revamps the way that we function. Like, it's okay. making us take a look. Like, even the hygiene part of it. When I was grocery shopping on Friday... Um, I'm not a germaphobe, but I'm definitely kind of a, a hypochondriac a little bit. But I don't, like, really worry about germs. Like, I'm not out in the world, like, ooh, you touched that. I'm not touching it. Like, I'm not that kind of person. But because of all of this, it, it was making me really look at the world on Friday when I was grocery shopping. And think about when you check out at the grocery store and you use your car, which most of us do. Yeah. And how you punch your PIN number in or you press the yes or no. Yeah. Have you ever seen anyone in the grocery store clean that fucking path? No. Ever. Never. I've never seen a cashier or anybody walk by, spray that bitch, wipe it with a Lysol, That's wipe true. nothing. So think about as many people that touch that. 
Yeah. And those bitches never get cleaned. Like that's right. why why is that like that's odd. I'm thinking about like the doors at the different stores. When I'm walking into the Dollar Tree and I gotta touch the door. How often do people come out and wipe that door? Never. I know when I worked in retail, we didn't clean the doors. We didn't touch doors. We didn't that wasn't part of our cleanliness. Like, we didn't have a custodial staff. We were the ones that were responsible for, clean, like, sweeping and cleaning the floors and stuff and wiping down counters. But we never did, like, when I full disinfecting things. At the Dollar Movie, we were full-ass disinfecting. Like, that would, if you were an usher, that was on your little checklist. That check was on your checklist, yeah. Like, like I mean, I know some places do have that because at a movie theater, like, I know movie theaters have cleanliness procedures because there's a lot of people sitting in their seat. Like, I've seen the ushers come in yeah. and clean, whether they're doing, you know, a spectacular job or a half-ass job. You I know, a half-ass job. But I know it's happening. Like, yeah. I know those mm-hmm. seats are getting wiped down. Yeah, because that's a part of life. Yeah, I know. But, like, like I said, the pen pads at the stores, you never see anybody wipe those down. The gas station. Do you think the gas station clerks come out and wipe the pumps down? Hell no. So there's just things in our hygiene that definitely should be considered, and I feel like this will make them consider. I saw a chick at the, um, Dunkin' Donuts cleaning the door the other, uh, yesterday when I went to Dunkin' Donuts. I ain't never seen that. I mean, cleaning the windows, yes, I've seen that, but I've never seen someone cleaning the door handles before. So it's just little stuff like that that I feel like this situation will hopefully hopefully affect change in those areas because those things are important and i feel like they just kind of got lost in i don't know what i mean using pen pads during transaction is a newer thing in our world like they didn't always have machines like that i mean it's not super new it's been like 20 years but still like we never revamped systems to accommodate for the ways that we live now um even the bills thing like the fact that they're getting rid of overages or they're um, being considerate of people's life situations. How come that's not practiced regularly? How come right. I can't call the cable company and be like, yo, I just lost my job. I am not going to be able to pay this full bill this time. I can pay like $3, but <laughs> I can't pay this full thing right now. Like, they never work with you. They <laughs> never give a fuck about your, your personal life situations. I'm ever. sorry, ma'am. Unfortunately, we're still going to need yeah, to require exactly. payment on March 13th. Exactly. <laughs> but coronavirus comes and now we can be understanding. Like, no, you could have always practiced that compassion and understanding. You just chose not to. Agree. So when someone calls you and tells you that they're having a personal crisis... If they were able to call you and tell you about that, then you should work with them. When we're having a national crisis, you just assume everybody that's not able to pay their bill is because of this national crisis. Like, now y'all making assumptions. But when someone actually calls you with a personal crisis, you're not understanding. So hopefully that can, that's a positive that can come from this. Um, The healthcare. I mean, progressive politicians have been fighting for better healthcare for years. And with this corona, I'm hoping that this affects some change. Like, a lot of the shit that they've been asking for, like, being able to be tested for shit free and immediately. Yeah. Like, that should not be an issue. You should be able, if you feel like something is wrong and you want to go get a test, you should not have to worry about, oh, your insurance doesn't cover this. Oh, no. Like, I, I this is a health-related issue. I should be able to be tested when I need to be tested. Healthcare is really such... Like, when I took Brie to the doctor this week, because, you know, she had she turned six, so I always take her for her well care visits around her birthday, mm-hmm. so I'm real. Plus, her doctor is booked, busy, and she mm-hmm. don't play no games. You don't make that appointment a year in advance, honey. You chalk. You chalk. 
But when I went, the nurse was like, her last appointment was on April 19th. Is your insurance year-to-date or calendar, every calendar year? Because they'll charge you for this visit. I'm like, charge me for the well care visit. Yeah, because it don't fit the year to, yeah. And, I, and then I was like, I mean, I didn't even think of that. Because all I thought was, oh, well, if she turns six, I got to take her to the doctor. And not let me make her pay her appointment in May because, but, but, it's just a lot. Yeah, like, like that's stupid. That's dumb. Like, these little... Little shit with healthcare is just dumb. Like, but when we have a national crisis like this, it's showing us that you can't just come to the doctor and be tested. You can't just book this appointment or schedule this appointment. Like, it's just, again, hopefully some healthcare shit gets reformed uh, based on this. Um, I feel like connecting with people and reconnecting with people is something positive to come from this. Like, if we're not able to physically go out and meet people and go anywhere this might fix this might help with people being able to communicate with people like maybe this will increase the quality of men on the dating app it might they might they might actually have to talk (laughs) i don't know i mean i would have never thought of that i'm so glad that bianca brought that perspective here because i mean i'm just saying next year y'all gonna be like how you met nigga during quarantine Niggas was talking. Like, we been doing quarantine. We've been together ever since. <laughs> you know, it was real in depth. But no, seriously. Like, <laughs> maybe this will help people with their communicating because we're only going to be a, possibly only going to be able to communicate via our phones. Yeah. Whether that be text, apps, apps. Um, phone calls. Like, it'll just be through the phone. Um, and reconnecting with people that you haven't talked to in a while because this is just wild and we all experiencing it and... We all trying to check up on people just to make sure they cool and how they dealing with it. Like, it might make you reconnect with somebody you ain't talked to in a few months. Like, and actually using social media to be social because people don't be social on social media. And then when they meet somebody like me that is social, it's just taking weird. Like, I still think I'm weird. Dudes be thinking I be flirting. Like, we just talking. If you follow me on social media, then we're going to talk. Like, that shouldn't be weird. So maybe this will force people to realize that social media is meant for us to socialize like okay. we're it's okay like we talked about on the friends episode it's okay to make a friend in quarantine how you how y'all meet how y'all become friends girl we was in quarantine and we was just talking every day checking on each other you know it, it could be something like that like i i feel like that's a positive that's definitely to come from let this me whole tell you situation. what next year gonna have hella baby <laughs> Me and my nigga was just working at home. Like, lunch breaks was lit. <laughs> and then, <laughs> babies and maybe some relationships. Maybe, you know, this is time to save some of y'all relationships. Okay. You ain't got no distractions. Right. You can take the time and support into right. each other. Right. I don't know. This might or be learn, healthy. Really you might like learn something. I was about to say, you might learn you really like the nigga. She like, <laughs> she like, or maybe y'all don't like each other. Uh, what else good that can come from this? Just self-care. I feel like not everybody pra- practices self-care because it does require you to dedicate some time. Yeah. And not everybody finds that time or, ha- you know, is scheduled enough, routine enough to have that time. But this is a good opportunity to, to learn how to incorporate self-care and realize that self-care doesn't have to be a big production it could just be taking a 20 minute cat nap yeah it could be painting your nails it could be taking a bath it could be watching mindless tv for an hour for right. 20 minutes like self-care comes in different forms okay. i also feel like 
this is really going to force people to be a person again. Yeah. Like, it's going to take away all of that clubbing, all of that, um, you know, shopping, all of that, spending money on frivolous nonsense. Like, it's going to force you to get back to just doing shit that maybe you did when you was a kid. Like, yeah. Eating foods you did when you was a kid. Like, you might discover, damn, I ain't had a peanut butter sandwich <laughs> with bananas on it in forever. Like, that shit, maybe I should make one. Yeah. Oh, that shit smacked. Like, you know, hobbies. I feel like a lot of times when you ask people what their hobbies are, they have no fucking clue what their hobbies Nobody are. Nobody really has hobbies. Ever. But this might make people have hobbies. Because, again, people always trying to monetize everything. Yeah. So, hobbies stop being hobbies and they start being work. Yeah. Like, this might get people back into having hobbies. Like, yeah, during quarantine, I really started sewing. Yeah. Like, I was crocheting. I learned how to crochet. I, I learned how to do hair. Yeah. Like, and you know, you, this could be a time to learn something. Like, mm-hmm. even if you're not trying to monetize off of it, the whole world is at our hands with these phones. Like, yeah. you could Google a new skill. Yeah. And, and learn all about it during this if time. If you wanted to work on makeup, mm-hmm. if you want to work on your own hair protective style. Yeah. If you wanted to learn Excel because you like, I mean, people be asking, I want to like add that to my resume mm-hmm. that I'm efficient and really mean it mm-hmm. and not be lying, then you could take Excel courses. Facts. Coursera has all kind of different courses. Maybe you like learning for fun. I know yes. sometimes I go in there and I take me a Coursera course. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, the options are Yeah. You could just learn just use your time wisely. And that brings me to using our phones purposely. Purposefully. Like maybe you think all you do on your phone is social media. Well this would be a good time to use it for some other shit. Yeah, to right. use it as a, a learning tool. To use the apps on there that you didn't realize you had. People don't even be knowing they got a word app on their phone where yeah. you can literally type documents up and use Excel. Yeah. Like this could be a good time to work on your your health and fitness goals because you at the house, yeah. you got time, space, and opportunity. You working out? You working from home? Now you can work out on your lunch break, girl. Squats. Squats. You can squat while you typing. Maybe if we like, ain't on the type of quarantine where you can't go outside, maybe you could take a walk during yeah, your break. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like, this is definitely you control the food you got in your house. So maybe yeah. this could be a good time if if you somebody who struggled with snacking or struggle with eating healthy foods maybe you force yourself because that's all you buy and that's all you got in the house for the next two weeks and see you know how well that works for you um you could be cleaning and rearranging your house if you haven't found the time to rearrange the house if you you know are tired of looking at the house everything looks the same and you sit in the house for two weeks maybe it's a good time to decide you want to move the couch to the other side of the room no maybe you want to move your bedroom around like it, you could clean and rearrange your space. You could do some real spring cleaning for, for real. real. For facts, um, you could use the things you pay for to the full extent. Get your net, get your uh, monthly payment of Netflix in. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> like get your Disney Plus on. Like yeah. use these these different apps and resources that you pay for all the way. Like just take advantage of them. They're yeah. yours. Um, maybe, you know, a positive could be the time spent with your household. It could be stressful, but it also could be a positive from it. Maybe you work so much that you don't get to hang out with your kids that often. Well, now, boo-boo, you ain't got no choice. (laughs) Um, it also could help with co-parenting situations. Like, y'all really gonna need to lean on each other. This is a lot. Like, this might actually improve the co-parenting situations. It might 
you know, let people who don't really, you know, have their kids 24-7, it might really help them appreciate what it's like to have them 24-7 because yeah. they might have to help you out a little bit more than they usually do. Um, just seeing people being willing to help out more. Like, just being appreciative of one another. Agreed. Um, yeah, I think there's definitely some positives that can come from this, depending on the way your mind is set up and how you look at things. Um, and I wanted to end the conversation with that because I just feel like most of the conversation has been very scary, very just unsettling, just a lot of the unknown, a lot of constant information. Yesterday it was three weeks off of school. Today it's possibly eight. The next day it'll be the whole year. Yeah, if it like it's just a constant flow of information. So every single day emotions are on a roller coaster, and I feel like it's not giving people an opportunity to sit back and think about what good can come from this situation. So I hope that this episode didn't like irritate you because we still talking about the coronavirus and you tired of hearing about the coronavirus. (laughs) I hope it gave you like maybe a different perspective and made you think about and consider the good things that could come from all of this. Not could, they will come from this. There are tons of good things that will come from this. And like Bianca said, this shit will pass. Oh, for sure. Like, like, it's definitely, like, we've lived through a lot of shit that we're not even talking about and, anymore. And I hope that, like, you know, if people are, you know, feeling hella anxiety, feeling very anxious, like, I just hope that people are reaching out to people that they can talk to. Whether that be a friend you ain't talked to in a year. Like I said, this can help with reconnecting with people, like... If you know you got that person that you used to be able to talk to about all kinds of shit about your anxiety, hit them up. Like, hey, this corona shit is really bothering me. Do you have a second that we can talk? Or even if it's just, you know, you don't want to talk about the corona, you just want to talk. Like, hey, I haven't talked to you in a while. What's up? How you doing? Like, Mm -hmm. type of thing. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. Well, you know, one thing I did want to say about this corona. Did you see there's this there's this information going around about uh, I've seen it on Facebook now and Twitter that people are speculating that the coronavirus was that second round of the flu that we experienced no for real though because I do remember remember I kept saying it's like a sickly season and hella people was sick and it was not the they like it's a different strand of influenza okay but then other people were having issues where they weren't having the flu but they were having a lot of respiratory issues Mm -hmm. but they weren't testing for that kind of stuff so i do believe that that, that and then certain people will have it and they'll just pass it Mm -hmm. and they won't have any symptoms or they'll have it and it'll be like a illness they'll think they were just sick Mm -hmm. but then not so went about their normal life i feel like this should been here for a while Mm -hmm. It's just, we know what it is now, mm-hmm. so that caused attention to it, and mm-hmm. now it's it's rapidly spreading. Yeah. I feel like I had it. You you think you might have had like, it? I feel like when I was sick, I didn't go to work for a week. You know that's not like I me. know. Like, I spent three whole days in my living room. Well, you never got sleeping. tested it for anything. Well, no, no, because I just thought it was the flu. No. So no, I'm just, saying so we can say yeah, you so can I speculate. Just, yeah, so I just slept it off, like, you know. But even people who are getting diagnosed with this, if you 
if you're not presenting pneumonia-like symptoms, they're sending you home just like they do for the flu, telling yeah. you to isolate and telling you to rest and get fluids. Like, that's what they're telling most of the people who don't exhibit pneumonia-like symptoms. That's what they tell you for the flu. Yeah. So that's pretty much, like, I've never been as sick as I was last in January. Like, yeah. I was sick as fuck. Like, body, like, my body never hurt like that. And, like, remember we said when you had a flu, you remember it. Yeah, so I just time. thought you know, flu, like that I had the flu. But now I'm like, was that the flu? Because I never went to the doctor. Like, so was that the flu? Because, you know, I had a fever. I had the body aches. Not really. And when I coughed, it was dry. I never was mucusy. Like, I never was, like, spitting nothing. You know, most of the time when you got the flu, like, you all runny nose. Yeah. I I didn't have a runny nose or none of that. Like, so now I'm like, was that? Mm. Was that? Who knows? Like, it's kind of weird to think about, but then when I see all these threads and stuff on Facebook and Instagram, it's like doctors and nurses from ERs and urgent cares that are like, yeah, like the people who were coming with flu, like thinking they had the flu were testing negative for it. Yeah, and, and they just... And like, I mean, then we were like, well, let's change the, the, um, to flu A to flu B. Like usually in one season, yeah, you don't go from flu A to flu, like you don't change the strain so much. Like some people might have a different strain like okay so usually it's like okay we have the flu shot yeah and we projected this flu shot based on last year's flu right but this year that flu shot didn't didn't work didn't work because there was an increase in influenza b which they weren't prepared for right because i had influenza b and i i had i went to the doctor so i got tested so i know but i only went because my best friend got diagnosed with influenza b Mm -hmm. and i knew for a fact i was exposed to her Mm -hmm. and which we both had the flu yeah no, but wasn't that A? No, we both had B. Y'all had B. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... Which was... Because B was supposed to be rare for, for us to be having. Because right. it's supposed to be A. A. Right. Yeah, it just... It's just very interesting. It's just a lot of speculation. So, that's just something when I've been seeing those threads that I've been thinking about. Like, I was sick as fuck. Yeah. I ain't never been that sick before. Who knows? So, it, I just be like... And then, like, a lot of these, like, the NBA players and some of the other sports players that have it, like, they going on quarantine and they fine. They ain't feeling. Yeah. Even Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks and his wife just thought they had the flu. They was just like, yeah, we had body aches, fevers, chills, no big deal. They done tested us and, oh, we got coronavirus. Like. Exes. Yeah. Shit's crazy. Yeah. Well. I don't have anything else to say about coronavirus. Yeah. I think we coroned it out. <laughs> we probably still gonna talk about this shit again next week, but obviously we won't have a whole episode about yeah, it. No. But you know, life updates. Until we get quarantined and we can't film the show. And then when we come back and life is back to normal. Man, what? <laughs> I hope it don't get uh, to that point. Right. But it's out of our control. Yeah. Well, my quote for today, because I mean, I just feel like excuse me hold on one second podcast just rude I had to dismiss my children Bria is here with her cousin and they think I thought that her cousin being here was going to be a distraction for her but it just looks like they're just more two distractions for me (laughs) 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 whatever Like I'm saying, my quote for today is, 
we fall, we break, we fail, but then we rise, we heal, we overcome. Nice. And I just feel like, yeah, because right now, shit is out of luck. Shit feels like it's out of luck. It is. But then, shit will be okay, and we will overcome it. I like that. That was a good quote. Yep. You gotta send me that. I wanna post that. Okay. I don't have a spotlight, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, just so like, she just real. Sweet. I mean, I could spot. I, I don't even know where my little notebook is at with all my uh, people that I wrote down that I could potentially spotlight. But just what's been going on has just got me distracted. Well, we don't have to have a black girl magic spotlight technically today because we kind of just did a black girl magic spotlight at the beginning when we shouted out the bougie bakery because is that is owned by a black girl mm-hmm. and i think she's fairly young too and we enjoyed our trip to the bakery Absolutely. and we would suggest that you guys go there oh, sure, I she was very nice recommend. um i felt like the customer service was well mm-hmm. um the bakery was cute mm-hmm. yeah, i'm no definitely gonna go back yeah oh for sure so yeah unofficial spotlight Shout out to the Bougie Baker. I think the owner's name is Autumn, so shout out to her. Well, I could definitely link her page. Yeah. Because some cupcakes was definitely fire. Yeah. And we got to support small businesses like that during a time like this, too, because while everything is closing down and shutting down, it it, it affects people like her. Agreed. Like, Agreed. For sure. The bigger corporations, I mean, they're going to take a hit, but what's that hit to them? Like, you know, but for her, like, she has a storefront. Yeah. Like, I... She, she yeah that's and then with people's parties being canceled yeah like, that's gonna affect her business flow so right definitely before we all get stuck in the house get some uh cupcakes yeah, I, I mean i'm sure <laughs> she her had cake more than cupcakes too, too. Yeah. yeah she got more than cupcakes that's just what we got but i feel like if if her rest of her collection is as good as those cupcakes, cupcakes was yeah. no problems yeah i'm kind of yeah. sorry i didn't get that cookie i know we should try that <laughs> yeah we gonna make a trade back yeah we're gonna have to yeah but anyway so practice some self-care y'all and check out um in tune with the bs uh instagram especially if we're if we end up having to not be able to record and stuff like that like i'm definitely gonna try to use that page to be a resource yeah um for anybody who's following it and checking it out um at in tune with the bs i'm about to be like Anne frank day 52 (laughs) 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 i can't we are still in the house Groceries are low. <laughs> Bree is eating all these snacks. <laughs> I cannot. Woo. My aunt friend. Trying to hold it together. Mental still strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm done. Bianca is ridiculous. I'm sorry. Oh uh, my goodness. For real, I mean, what else am I gonna do? I'm definitely. I mean, you're just seriously gonna be Anne Frank in it. I know, like seriously gonna be in this bitch. So. Oh yeah, this will be a good time to use like the group Facetime. Like I've never used group Facetime. Oh yeah. This will be a good time to start doing group Facetime hangouts and stuff. Yeah, we could. Yeah, definitely we could do that. Though. That would be cute. Yeah. We supposed to start having every other week dinners. Now we gonna have other every week group Facetime. I know. <laughs> it's temporary though, like we said. Like we said. <laughs> and look, 
if this is Indian, any indication that summer 2020 about to be lit, because we Listen. all gonna have to make enough to do. Oh, it, we gonna be out, honey. <laughs> if we all in quarantine, oh, it's lit. Everybody looking for everything. Okay. What's the link up for today? <laughs> I'm not even that type of person, but <laughs> I'll be like, so what crazy. are we doing uh-huh. today? For sure. We're not staying at the Even what part of my decision to still have Bria's hotel party, I was like, well, shit. If we gonna be locked up in the house for a couple months, we at least need to get out. <laughs> this one last little weekend with a change of scenery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, hopefully we'll talk to y'all next week. Stay safe. Yes. Self-care. Um, hopefully you guys are adjusting to your new routines. Cause I mean, like we said, I know everybody got a new routine this mm-hmm. week at some point. For sure. So. Wish you guys luck with your new routines. Um, and, I mean, reach out to us. We, yeah. We, yeah, we we like, here for that. Yeah. Especially I mean, if we're going to be quarantined. We're going to be. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.